What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another special rendition of the Mommy Did It Podcast. I'm your boy, Jay Leg, and she... Your girl, Jess, a.k.a. R.Lean. That's my middle name. Don't call me that, because you don't know me. You don't know her. What's going on, Jessica? How you making it? What it's it all is, right. Man, technical difficulties. Man, y'all so just don't know. Tonight. We've been here for 30 minutes trying to get this thing set up. It's just problems today. Frustration. I, you know, but, but in it through all the trials and tribulations, we have prevailed with the grace of God, and we are here today to give y'all another epic episode. You dig what I'm saying? Another epic, epic episode. So, first segment we got. I'm doing okay, by the way. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, oh yeah, so I always forget to ask you how you doing. It's okay. Southern hospitality, you know, you are east now, so it is whatever. But like, boy. <laughs> But I, I'm doing pretty good. I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm trying to get right in the gym. You know, we we we've been pushing it, but we're gonna keep going. Uh, but other than that, this week been a pretty pretty chill for the most part. Uh, can't wait to Black History Month. We a couple days away. You feel me? Fight the I ain't power. never heard nobody say they excited the for Black Fight History Month. Man, I'm going back to the African American Museum. It was so good. It was a civil rights museum. It was so good. But anywho, first segment of the day, guys, we like to call it this or that. So in this segment, we simply like to talk about this or that. You can get with this or you can get that. And we just going to, you know, bounce off each other. So I'm going to let, I'm going to go first today. I ain't got but, well, you know, no, I ain't got but one. But anyway, so my first and only one of the day is, would you rather have $100 million or spend 10 minutes of private time with God. Like, talk to God? Talk to God for 10 minutes. Or you can have $100 million. Huh? I'm going to talk to God. Can I pray before I go talk to him? You say what? <laughs> no, you just go spend your 10 minutes. They go set the time when you got 10 minutes to talk to God. I say I can't prep. I mean, what are you prepping for? It's just like lunch with somebody. Like my question. Lunch. Oh yeah, you can prep your questions, but I mean, you got ten minutes with you got ten minutes with God, or you can simply take the hundred million and go about your business. What I you gonna think, do? Yeah, I think the obvious answer should be is out spend ten minutes with God, praise Him, praise Him. Well, I'm saying you 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 you're gonna you gonna waste ten minutes. I mean, what what you gonna get out of the ten minutes? I'm gonna ask all the questions and confusions I have in my life, plus all the stuff in the Bible I want to know the answer to. Like what? That's why I have to repair. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take the hundred million. I'm gonna keep it a book. Uh. I, I speak that this ain't blasphemy. This ain't blasphemous at all. I'm on Earth. I'm gonna take the hundred million. Uh, I talk to God every day. But I if I talk to God, I can figure out how to make more than that. You ain't gonna make more. <laughs> God gonna keep sending you down these humble blessings, and it's gonna be okay. I'm gonna take the hundred million though, and then I'm gonna pray to God and thank Him for it. <laughs> I'm gonna thank God for the money, but I'm saying like I, really I pray, I pray every day. 
I pray every day. I ain't no yeah, heathen. I love Jesus. I, I, I got I got two Bibles right here. One of them mine. It don't matter. Two Bibles. My thing is, I take this hundred million. We gonna be straight. I'm still gonna go to church every Sunday and Wednesday. We gonna still pray. I, I don't need to spend ten million. I love them. I, I don't have to do that. I can't be in the presence of God anyway. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Hey, I'm gonna take my sandals off. I'm gonna do like I'm gonna do like Moses and take my sandals off in front of that burning bush. And my I'm feet ain't on my head, and I'm gonna ask my questions. Cause we yes, I mean, I questions you got. Too, but I never you can't. This is the one chance you can get an answer when you pray. For, you know, you pray for something. You say it's a wait and be patient. I ain't gotta wait for the answer. I can get it right now. I can ask. Okay, let, let, let me ask you this question: What are some things that you always ask for? Then, what are some things I always ask for? What's some, what's some things when you pray to God? What what's some things you ask for? I and mean, if it's too I private, ask, it don't I have to be well, private. Huh. I understand that. I'm simply saying what I like. Okay, so if I'm praying, I'm praying, Lord, bless me with what? Bless me with what? Thank you for what? Like, what's your this and what's your what? What what, what is it? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't say the same thing. Give me a general. Give me some things that you ask for then. God darn, stop making this question hard. Give me some general statements that you ask for. You making it Like, I might so ask for like like I may ask the question, like, will I get married, or you know, stuff like that, mm -hmm. or like, what would be the right decision? And like, if I'm going through something, what is the right decision? You know, most folks or, prefer, huh? Get out of debt, make some money, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take that ten a hundred million. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. Because I, as soon as I take the hundred million, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on my knees and say, Lord, thank you for this hundred million dollars. I'm gonna spend ten minutes in time yeah. of prayer with you. Because I can get both. I can get the package deal. See, if I take the deal with just getting the uh, prayer, the ten minutes with God, I don't he get. He is able million. to do anything, so I can. Ask oh, I'm not saying he ain't able. I can ask for the hundred million in my ten minutes, and he give me even more, like he did Abraham in the generations to come. I can get even more if but I. But you ask. know, the Bible said, "Ye who are not faithful with little cannot be faithful with much." You a hey, so you a hey, I could take my hundred oh, million. Oh, that hundred million is a little God. So I'm gonna be that's, faithful with it. That's what I'm know. saying. I'm saying hey, I go hey. into prayer. I'm saying I go into prayer. No, I go into prayer listen. with my hundred million in my pocket, and I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna do good with that little. Then he gonna send more abundance down to me past hundred million, and that's how I grow. Okay, that see that's what people will be doing. They just say what they want to make themselves feel good. Like I don't hey, listen. Don't shame me. Hey, I love, I'm not ashamed, but I don't agree. My thing is, I'm gonna have God with me wherever I go. I can take this hundred. I ain't got that wherever I go. Hey, but I've been praying a long time, and I ain't got a hundred million yet. You can look. You could die the next day and ain't did nothing with a hundred million just because you ain't take your meeting with God. And now you really finna meet him, and you gonna be like, "So why you take the hundred million?" <laughs> I'm gonna be like, "Cause I had you in my heart the whole time. You've been dwelling inside of me." And he gonna say, "Turn from me, Satan." <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying I'm just I'm just a Christian with some money. That's what I'm gonna do. Bump what you talk about. I'm telling you what I know. You feel me? I, I mean, I just feel like it's a win-win situation if I take the hundred million. I feel it's like a it's a win-win situation if I just it is. It is because you're talking to God, but I. Ain't. <laughs> I mean, I I can pray for ten minutes. Is what I'm saying. Like I don't have to. You dig what I'm saying? But you can't, we 
we don't get responses. This is not like in the Old Testament where he gonna come understand down to an it. Or talk through a cloud or a burning bush. Like he don't respond. Well, I un I understand, but this is what I'm saying. I I'm, I'm saying and when I just, pray, it embodies everything that I've already put my faith into. It confirms it. Man, I can pray. I can pray for ten minutes right now, and I'm gonna wake up just as broke as I did when I started. But if I take the hundred million and I pray, that thing that changed whole situation. The blessings that the blessing came first. Like I, I get the blessing on the front end, then I pray. The blessings and this blessings all throughout the whole situation. You dig what I'm saying? I don't. But because just because you, you spend ten minutes with God, don't mean you gonna be spending ten good minutes. You may run out of question. Now you just sitting there being quiet, ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> no, you, got a, you got no more questions. God I feel like, like God is you wasted like, all this time. Huh? God, I feel like God is long winded. Like, look how long the Bible is. He took years <laughs> to make that. Hey, this Bama thick as a mug. Look how thick it is. So, like, I really feel like I'm always hey, gonna get three good questions. Hey, God long winded on me. He long winded. Yeah, he I feel like I'm gonna get three talking. good questions, and that's okay. What if you ain't got to your good questions yet? I'm gonna say the good ones first. All right, okay, touche. And if All maybe right. I can ask and receive some more minutes. Period. Okay. <laughs> 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 that was not part of the gig. Okay, so my first one, mine are weird. Like I really thought hard on all of these to make them difficult. Okay, mm -hmm. so the first one is this. Be stuck in a room with the animal you do not like for 10 minutes. So you have to tell oh. us the animal if you choose that. Or be cramped into a box for 10 minutes while in a delivery truck. <laughs> you go be bouncing around. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna. Like hey, this is e this is easier than you thought it was for me. I'm gonna be in that delivery truck, <laughs> fragile shipments only. I'm gonna be the most fragile package. They gonna have to use a, a, a three ton dollar to pick me up. You hear me? I, hey, I, I, mm -mm. man, I'm not. I'm not getting no room with no raccoon. A, a room with? How big the room? I mean, it's like a standard. It's like a box room. Like a off a doctor's office, like the room you go in to sit in and wait for the doctor, like that's that small. The, oh no, uh -uh. raccoons or rats. I'm not. Uh, I can't. I I'll pass out. Like, Ten minutes. That's gonna feel like eternity. <laughs> hey, put me in the box first off because I'm a certain size. The box gonna have to be a certain size. I ain't been getting a little box. So yeah, it would be equivalent to what you need, but it wouldn't be like extra room, but just enough for you to fit. Like I'll be okay. You gonna poke holes in it so I can breathe? Yeah, it'll be a hole in it. Ten four. I'm gonna be in that box. I might catch a cramp, but I'm gonna be in that box. I, I, yeah, I it's no. The only thing about it, delivery trucks like school buses. If you in that mug and they got a trailer, you are gonna be do do do. Man, I should have added and going over speed bumps. <laughs> <laughs> if you in Jackson, it's, it's speed bumps regardless. You gonna be do do do. Yeah, I definitely would still do the box though, cause I like if they were if they wrap me in packing peanuts or bubble wrap, I'd be alright. It's not enough peanuts that'll stop that shake. But yeah, like I couldn't be in a room full of roaches. You could. I could not. Your factor style. Yeah, I'd be scared of roaches when they did. So you know, I can't be in there when they love. 
Roaches is weird, bro. Roaches don't scare me. They're just ugly. No, I am terrified. You remember that one time you killed a – it was a water bug, and you chased me. You were big, though. Yeah, you, you, you I crap. was so terrified. Ooh, Elliot chased geez. me down to my room. I tried to close the door. Elliot stuck his big 6'6 six, six arm through the door and tried to wrap around because I'm now <laughs> on the back side of the door, like just trying to, and I am bawling. Like I, I was so mad. I did not talk to him for the next 30 minutes. Oh, it was longer than that. Cause mama came out. She was like, what's wrong with her? I, was, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, girl, shut the up. The definition of this show, mama, he did it. You really be doing stuff. It wasn't just, I wasn't just being mean. You was really doing stuff to me. Man, this girl, I'm talking about cry ugly tears. I'm talking about the roach dead. It ain't like it gonna do nothing. I don't care. I was terrified. And that was like when my, that was at the peak of my fear of roaches. Like when I had really just started being really scared of them. And you knew that. And I was just like, I think it was scared. I think it was scared you more than, I think, I think it was scared you more than anything. Was the fact that when you took off running, I was closer behind you than you thought I would. <laughs> yeah, because I tried to slam the door and I was like, How did he get his hand in here? And then I just started bawling because you like wouldn't stop. Like you just you mm-hmm. just like this is me in the corner and your hand is just like and I just started crying. <laughs> I apologize. If I haven't told you before, I'm sorry. Yeah, you told me it's hard tonight, but I didn't want to hear it because you knew already I was scared. I was like, you used my weaknesses against I, me. I didn't I don't mean tell nothing. <laughs> raccoons freak me out, though. First off, this is the story why I'm freaked out about raccoons. So when I was younger, we used to go fishing at this pier in Alabama. And uh, and we used to night fish. And so we night fish. And for whatever reason, like people, it was saltwater fishing. So like people like throw shrimp and cut bait stuff on the Dick and the raccoons will come up on top and eat it, and then they'll go back up under the pier. And but I guess they were just sitting it upside down. I don't know how they were doing. And uh, I was like, I sat probably like six, and my daddy caught a fish, and the fish was still alive, obviously. And he threw the fish in my lap, and I'm knocked out, and I don't feel it. So the fish is sitting there flapping, and when it's flapping, all the raccoons around me, they basically trying to freaking attack me. And so all the raccoons around me in a circle, and when I wake up, I'm looking at the fish. Then I look up, it's like no lie, it's like 10 raccoons around. And I was like, I just start crying. Like I could they had to take me back. What home. did it do? Him and Uncle Charles in there laughing. They was like, stop crying, oh, boy. Yeah, they were like, stop crying, boy. I was just out bawling. Then they had mama had to come pick me up, take me back to the hotel. It was like 12 o'clock. I was like, man, y'all just play too much. And ever since then, the sight of a freaking raccoon, a little beady eye. Ugh, made me. I never knew up. that story. I hate raccoons. It ain't nothing. To, now, I ain't gonna lie. They taste all right. With a little barbecue sauce, they straight. I ain't gonna hold That was too much information that I didn't need. They straight. I, I'm gonna keep it a buck. It tastes like a pulled pork sandwich. I'm gonna keep it a I'm buck. I'm pulled pork raccoon. But also, like, like I see them when I be hunting sometimes. People like, you gonna shoot them? I was like, I'll shoot them, but I'm not picking that thing up. Like, it will, it will rot before I touch it. I ain't touching that nary a coon. Mm-mm. Things ugly. Obviously, seeing possums dead in the middle of the road. I don't like possums. They ugly, too. Possums are a little scary. They, they feisty. I saw one in the woods the other day. I saw I, three in one I day. I saw three dead in the road like the other day. Mm-hmm. I ran right over top of them. 
Not on my tire. Hey. Oh, okay. Oh, they way up under the middle. Why would I put my tire on there? Come on, oh, It sounded like you went doo 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 doo. Sounded like you tried to hit them joints. Okay, next one. Mm-hmm. All right. So would you do this? You now preface. You are hungry in both of these situations. So would you rather eat your least favorite dish when you hungry? Or be at a table of people eating your favorite dish, but you can't eat it. Dang. I'm going to take the least favorite dish. At least I'm not in pain. <laughs> like your stomach, when your stomach start hurting for real, you What's hungry that hard? Uh, my least, I don't really got too many least. I hate okra. <laughs> like okra, okra and watermelon is a no-go for me. Ugh. The sight of a slimy boiled okra. Ugh. I don't like boiled okra, but I do like fried okra. It is like snot. Why y'all eat that junk? And then Stacy, she eat her with ketchup. That's even worse. Slimy okra with ketchup. Dang, this candle just blew out. It's smoking like a big flea. But sli- sli- slimy okra with ketchup. <clears throat> the seeds. Do y'all chew them seeds? I don't eat boiled okra. I'm saying it's still in fried okra, the season fried. Yeah, I eat it. Mm-mm. But it's no, like sir. a little nugget. Remember I'm gonna tell you why. Like... <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. I don't, bro. I went. We was at Golden Corral, and this one Golden Corral. I, don't even, I ain't been there so long. I don't even know they still do this. But they had like the kids eat for like half off or something like that. We went up there as a family, and so I, you know, I'm a little fat kid. I'm like, I'm gonna go get me some food. So I went up there and fixed my own food. I got my mac and cheese. I got my one rib, and I got me some popcorn shrimp. I went and sat down and I bit the shrimp, and I was like, <clears throat> and I looked at it, it was green on it. So I said, "Somebody done fried a booger." And mom was like, "Boy, that's okra." And that ever since then, <laughs> ever since then, I cannot eat no fried okra. I don't see how y'all eat okra. It's nasty. It got little hairs on it. No, sir, Bob. I think the whole bag of fried okra about a couple weeks ago. I ate it all. Man, I'm not eating no fried okra. You can't pay me to eat fried okra. Fried okra. But, it, but if I was starving, and I mean, my, I'm talking by death hungry, I'm going to munch down on that okra. I know this you thought I was feeling you? Orthodox. Munch. That was but, my but um, I would probably sit at the table if people eat my favorite dish. What's your favorite dish? Chilupas. I don't really know. Huh? Chilupas. No, I've never even eaten a chalupa. What's your favorite dish? Uh, I don't know. It'd probably be something soul foodie or some ramen or something like that. Or some Mexican. Like, I just like foods. But, like, I just couldn't do my least favorite dish. What's your least favorite? Artichoke dip. You don't like a good artichoke spinach? You don't remember that time y'all tried to force me to uh try to spin a charge at the house and I basically I don't. like I was like, so it's both up for the two for twenty Applebee's, you ain't gonna grab no spinach artichoke dip. I never get that. So I am the like I'm dis- I almost gag at the smell of spinach artichoke. Are you serious? It got cheese and stuff. Mm-mm. That spinach artichoke be smacking, and, and then if you get it with a little hard, crunchy bread, like you know, the like the toasted bread with the spinach artichoke. Oh Jesus, that's of God. Well, I'm good on the spinach artichoke. Well, you can leave that 
separate. Like, don't put. The so you don't, you don't, you don't like the spinach pizza from CC's? No. For real? I that's why I only eat the Alfredo pizza without the spinach. Boy, you sleep. Wow. Well, I'm like Popeye when it comes to that spinach pizza from CC's. I'd be in there. Uh-uh, that's nasty. I'm, I'm swallowing 1,200 to 1,500 calories when it comes to that spinach pizza. <laughs> that spinach pizza. All right, so this Smack. last one. This last one. I, I worked hard on it. Well, I didn't work that hard on it. Okay, so for a million dollars. A million? It's a lot of stuff I do yeah. for a million. Oh, don't say pause, that. Pause, 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 pause. Okay, so for a million dollars, would you eat the original Frito Lays with gravy poured on them? Or. Hold on, what? <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on, you say what now? For a million dollars, would you eat this Frito Lays originals, the original Frito Lays? With gravy, brown gravy poured on them, like potato gravy, like with yes. potatoes. Yes. Or eat your choice of cereal, but with pickle juice. <laughs> Ew, that's nasty. <laughs> I try to think of the most disgusting combinations. I'm not gonna lie. Pickle juice and cereal. I'm trying to I figure out what a bag of cheeses with jelly. Oh, Pickle juice and cereal, maybe it's gonna be terrible. But like, you it can eat the cereal. You can try. It don't pickle. matter. Like that pickle juice is like vinegar. Like you might as well. <laughs> it's gonna be terrible. Uh, I'm gonna go potatoes and gravy. What is Fritos? Fritos. I thought it was Lay's potato chips. No, it's Frito original. I hate Fritos. All the time I can eat a Frito is when it's like I feel like Fritos is the most hated chip. Between Frito and the Sun Chips. Sun Chips. Sun Chips always the last thing in the variety pack. Those Sun Chips going to sit there all summer. Ain't nobody biting no Sun Chips. They taste like them Sun Chips taste like cardboard shavings. It's just terrible. Like, Fritos and gravy. I thought we were talking about Lay's potato chips and gravy. Nah, that go too good on this low. I was going to say, that's, that's in the same family. Fritos. Mm, Fritos are That got to be my least favorite chip. I eat sun chips before I eat Fritos. I really would. would. I would. Yes. Now, now the, fr- the, chili, the chili Fritos, they straight. But no, I can we eat probably. Doing no you know, I'm talking about the one with the little twist. Only time Fritos taste oh, good is if you got some chili or something. Only time they taste anything worse. Oh no! But uh, I got well, you a whole bowl of that cereal. But this is for a million. Oh, for a million! For a million dollars, I could do either yeah. one of them. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Let me get the Fritos and gravy. Sit <laughs> <laughs> oh, like a order. Well, baby, man, it's, it's a lot of stuff I do for a million dollars in the run. I can swallow that down, pause. I can eat that up for a million. That's easy. Now, that pickle juice and cereal is a no-bueno. <laughs> <laughs> and that is ter- el terrible. That's going to be trash. Garbino. Pickle juice. Pickle juice don't taste good with pickles. And hey, you talking about... 
Only thing pickle juice is good for is getting out cramps. Only thing it's good for. That's all the time I eat a pickle. Or a drink. Pick, nah, if you put that pickle on the chicken sandwich, I'm dead that pickle up. How about to marinate? Oh. No, I'm talking. Man, marinate no chicken, no pickle juice. I'm, ta- I'm talking about. You can't do that. I guess so. But I, I'm talking about like if you go get a McChicken and add pickles. I tell it pickles. I don't I don't eat pickles alone. I don't eat pickles on oh, sandwiches. I, I I eat it on a sandwich and I eat a pickle on a burger or remember what I told you my water bottle said? No <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, I I eat a pickle, but pickle juice is too strong, bro. With cereal, it ain't a cereal on earth that could overpower. <laughs> Just thinking about cinnamon toast crunch and pickle juice. Yeah, that's too much going on. I thought she was too much like a Captain Crunch or something. It's can't you can't. And I feel like the, the, the cereal gets soggier faster. It gets so juice. soggy, so quick. Uh, bro, your teeth, your enamel on your teeth gonna start going away. <sighs> nah, yeah. fam. I probably I would do the Fritos with the gravy. I can I feel like I could actually manage to eat that. Now, if you want to make it wild. <laughs> It's Fritos with cold brown gravy. <laughs> now, the gravy oh, cold. It's so hard. <laughs> it's nasty. If, it, if it's cold, bro, it's going to be a pain. The texture alone will piss me off. <laughs> but for a million dollars, I honestly do either or. But I, I, I much rather do the gravy. I'll prefer, prefer my gravy warm or hot. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's the white gravy? That's weird. I, I like white gravy. I don't like it with Fritos. I mean, I'll I like do it over the pickle juice. Fritos, but <laughs> gravy is gravy. Frito gravy pie. That's going to be terrible. Somebody probably didn't eat that before. Ain't no telling. You've been seeing them people make them nasty dishes on TikTok where they put the tortilla with the big old spoon. I think they just be playing with folks. Man, I hope so. I hope so because they eating it. They, gonna, they got salmonella. Dish, like, they got salmonella, no cap. Yeah. Is that everything for this or that? Yeah, that's all my this or that said I thought of. Ten four. Well, guys, we have running a muster to a little commercial break for the mommy he did a podcast. Won't you like, comment, share, and subscribe? You know what? I ain't even got the ticker rolling. I'm gonna get that on there. Won't you like, comment, share, and subscribe? Uh, follow us on all social media platforms. Make sure you do everything at the bottom in the ticker. Let us know what you think. Comment down below what you want to see, what you want to do. Go download us on all streaming platforms. I can't express that enough. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And let's run it up. Make sure you subscribe. We on the way to 27. Anyway, thank you for the podcast break. All right. So now. Thank you, myself. Yeah, I'm thanking myself. You know, I used to say bless you to myself. Like I got a sneeze. I do. Bless you. I do too. Hey. I'll say excuse me too if I burp or something. I know we had some stuff on the docket, but I I, I see something else that I want to talk about first. Andrew okay. Wiggins, Mr. Peak Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins, the Golden State Warriors visited the White House. Andrew Wiggins got a chance to see the President of the United States. And Vice President Kamala Harris, the first female in African-American. I'm thinking about the right dude. He likes skin. Matter of fact, since you're thinking, I'm going to show you. Is so it because he looked that booty? Andrew Wiggins got him a peek peek. He was trying to see if Kamala Harris was sitting on that thumper. 
So let's see. We... Why did you just call it that? <laughs> I hope he really wasn't looking at it. No, no. He double taped. Yeah, I know. I saw that. But it's just like. He looks so zoned out. And them cheeks was the only thing on his mind. Don't Or pants. Double tape. That's the second tape. (laughs) (laughs) It's a long hour. Andrew Wiggins trying to see if Kamala's sitting on them. Thanks. She got that young wagon. First off, that is freaking hilarious. The fact that somebody was sitting there recording this reaction. Right. Like, bro, well, how did y'all catch him specifically? Out of all the people up there standing, I think they also show uh, a Jordan Poole. He was looking oh, at Oh, that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> they were showing Jordan Poole, and he looked across. He was look, He was from the other angle. So Wiggins was here. I guess oh, for y'all, Wiggins was here. Jordan Poole was here. They was both looking. <laughs> I was like, this is wild, bro. I said, Kamala don't even know these dudes looking at And I wonder what her initial reaction was when she saw this. She probably just laughed at it. Bruh, you know like, something else people... people laugh at it. You so know like, something else it. people laughed at about the president and the vice president, specifically the president. Joe Biden. Your boy Joe. Cool Joe. Mr. 85,000 years old Joe. He went to a black church for the first time in his entire life. Mr. Joe Biden. No, this video. This was his first time. This is a video posted by Rap House TV. I found it on Twitter. Uh, Joe Biden was with Raphael Warnock at church. And they up and giving, they singing psalms of hymns to the Lord. And Joe Biden just can't catch the rhythm. Come on, Joe. He looks so happy, though. I feel like he made Warnock uncomfortable. Look at Warnock. Look at Warnock. Yeah. I think his face is like amazement right now. Joe looked like he at a concert for the less fortunate. And he, he just sitting here. He don't know how to think. Look, he just smiling. <laughs> he probably never seen that like that before. <laughs> they got flags. Joe, like, this is a concert. It's basically what it is. Come on, Joe. We did it, Joe. Boy, let me calm a little long. <laughs> he tried. He think he want to clap, but he just like... <sighs> This is the most awkward three minutes I have ever watched of anybody at church. They had Joe. him on one video I seen actually clapping, but he was so offbeat. You know what Joe looked like right there? When I was at undergrad and we had like a party or something, and we would be strolling through the crowd, and then our advisor sitting in the back <laughs> with their arms crossed like that. <laughs> this is what Joe looked like. Joe looked like the parent that went to 
the pep rally and just didn't know what the chance were for the school. Pojo bang. Anyway, that's some stuff I wanted to talk about. That was just freaking hilarious. Um, but other in other news, Coach Ed Reed. Coach Ed Reed was let go from Bethune Cookman University. He was uh technically well, not even under contract. Was really wasn't even a member. Technically, yet. he wasn't under contract, but Ed Reed, if you don't know, is a former NFL Hall of Fame. Well, he is currently an NFL Hall of Famer, a former NFL all-world type of safety who played for Baltimore Ravens and a couple of teams that I don't know the name of. Uh, but anyway, Ed Reed was contract – well, he was supposedly going to be the uh, new upcoming head coach for Bethune-Cookman University, a historical black college university in – Daytona Beach, Florida. However, when he came, he had some words to say about the facilities, his office. A lot of it is pretty uh, it's vulgar, but we're going to play a clip and we're going to just, I'm just going to beat with my mouth if I hear a bad word coming. You know, you know how you can sense a bad word. I'm going to sense it. it a lot. Yep. One change around here. You saw the front of the building. Terrible. This the back of the building. They working on the front of the building. Mm -hmm. This the same people said, we're going to help you build what you want. How I'm going to believe you, man? How I'm going to believe them? Didn't I tell you I don't trust nobody? I'm coming over giving them the same passion and they smiling and laughing in my face. This shit ain't. That's a little late. (laughs) We're going to ride through the fence that these they ain't fixed the fence. We about to ride through this fence. This ain't even football side. This ain't even the football side. I ain't even see this. Y'all good. talking about Madden and my uncle Prime. Y'all mad at Dion, mad at Prime. This shit is every HBCU. Just stop, because you miss it like a big <laughs> Bro, we riding through the fence. This is track, bro. This is track. This is what they practice on. It's a straightaway. This is in a mirror field. You can't practice on this. These kids got this to work with. Trash. Yeah, I'm showing it. At this point, I got to show this shit. I'm not even the head coach. Congratulations. Man, I should go my ass home. I said I should. I ain't. It ain't happening. Well, Ed, you are going home. They fired it. Well, they basically said they were. They backed out of the preliminary yeah, contract. So, so, yeah, so the preliminary contract that they agreed upon, they were trying to get all the X's and O's and T's and I's dotted. Um, and after this, which was the least, the, this was the least vulgar video that he he part he posted like three or four parts. This yeah, was the that one wasn't as yeah. bad. This is the one I decided to play because it didn't have as much cussing, not as much beeping, because you wouldn't hear nothing yet. So I had to keep beeping. But anyway, he was upset with the facilities and how the office looked. Now Bethune Cookman is in Florida, and they recently got hit with a, a hurricane. And so a lot of this is due to the hurricane, according to Bethune-Cookman's uh, people. But
But they're said that the players are sharing helmets on the field as well as having to change clothes outside the stadium without locker rooms, and they don't have the proper resources basically to do their job, which is to play football. And so the players also did an interview with um, – Oh, you did uh, research. Yeah, I've been looking at this for a minute. So the players also did an interview with uh I forget the dude's name. My bad. What's his name? Dang, I'm gonna feel dumb when I can't think of it. Roland Martin. The players did an interview with Roland Martin uh two, three days ago. Oh, and they basically yeah, and they basically discussed basically uh their experience at Bethune Cookman. So here's their clip. And we're gonna get into it. We just this this is the preliminaries for us to talk about it. Just share with our share with our audience just uh your thoughts on when he gave you the news that uh that they were they were terminating him. And what do you want the administration to know uh as it relates to uh Ed Reed uh for you being a uh, remaining the head football coach at Bethune Cook? Oh, never mind. Uh, I got it. Um so the importance to that is that Coach Reed in three weeks has essentially done more than this entire administration and other um, program leads, like other head coaching staffs and whatnot. He's done more in three weeks than they have in like of the past five years. Um, things that, you know, Coach Drake mentioned saying that we didn't share helmets, we don't shower, or we, we, sh we actually have showers. We don't have showers. We don't have a locker room. We have to watch out where we put our stuff in the stadium locker room so it doesn't get wet and then get moldy, and then we got to practice in moldy stuff. Or when we go and put our stuff away, we put it in the shed, and, the shed and then the shed the gets wet from the rain, and then we got to practice in that moldy stuff. Moldy balls, moldy helmets. We share those moldy helmets too, and that gear. Most of us had to buy our own uh, Lysol and stuff to yeah. spray our. We had we, had, we have to clean our stuff ourselves. Uh, once we get our gear from um, the equipment manager from that shed, it smelled bad. Uh, I remember the first time uh, I opened my bag and uh, yeah, most of the guys were just like, "What's, what's going on?" Um, we asked if we could like we 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 asked for the basics we asked if we could get you know stuff to spray our stuff down and um that probably didn't happen until like <laughs> the very very end yeah we got that maybe uh week eight was when we got that yeah and i'm pretty sure on week five was when we actually had uh the mold outbreak in our helmets and gear and in my in my gloves alone i didn't wear gloves at practice because it literally just smelled like the epitome of mold like i was just smelling a handful of mold and Bro, so that's freaking disgusting. I don't know so that bad. It's that bad. And so apparently the players been having to wash their own uniforms. And the reason the players are having um, issues with mold is because they have to wash their own uniforms. Not all of them have access to washing dryers. Um, and, and point blank period, they don't have nowhere to keep their stuff that's safe and dry in a climate-controlled environment. Um, it's just sad. So... Ed Reed also went on to have a discussion. Ed Reed been going off. So I feel like Ed Reed telling the truth. I really do. I feel like the students are telling the truth. However, I don't have a clip of this. But on that same interview with Roland Martin, the president went on and he denied all claims to players not having a locker room, players having to share helmets, players having to um, 
wash their own clothes. So he basically denied all those things. And as a result, um, he, he now this was the same interview. So in the same hour, so the players went on and said this. And so it was real. I'm not gonna say I don't really know the word, but it was it was just truth telling on how players said one thing, Ed Reed said one thing, and now all of a sudden the president didn't say nothing. So I'm gonna try to find the video of the players sharing the helmet. And they got oh showing it, they showed it. Calling me. Yes. So let me let me see if I can find the helmet share uh video clip. So it's a clip roaming around on that was a uh here it is of a broadcast of a Thune Cookman when they played last year. Um basically of them sharing a helmet. So here it is right here. <laughs> So you saw those you saw those transitions. Yeah, I saw the squad. He was telling him to hurry up so he could get out there too. Seventy nine passes him and off the number forty two was number whatever number he was. Dang, oh, that's I ain't never. That sweat. is that is just think about you talk about mixing bodily fluids literally. That's that's nasty. Uh, mama called me. I told her we was recording. Um. But in a nutshell, these are things that's been going on. So Ed Reed was released of his duties because he spoke out. And, and Bethune-Cookman is a private college. And so they don't have uh, oh, they don't state have interference. State right. They don't have state funding. As a result, they are ran by a board of trustees. And their board of trustees are... I'm not going to say openly to this, but it's rumored that when people speak out against the university you know, on any grounds, whether it's true or false, they get cut. And this is this might be a prime example. So here's the video of Ed Reed speaking on some things. Oh, I got the receipts. We're going we gonna, we gonna to talk about it. Let's see. Bro, have, other, have other HBCUs reach out to y'all? We've been in contact with other H, uh, head coaches from HBCU. I turned down the Jackson State job to come here, Roland Martin. Jackson State called call me. Deion Sanders called me himself, man. Gave me. So, so every listen, everything is that Ed is saying is is accurate. There have been other offers before Bethune Cookman in previous years from other Rambling. from uh, from. There's been opportunities for Ed to be a head coach at, at multiple colleges. This was a, a, an opportunity, the location, the campus. It hurt. Everything about Bethune-Cookman was it extremely hurt, which led him to ultimately choosing this over the opportunity at other institutions. Uh, I came here. I was impressed. We hadn't seen everything but just the lay of the land the campus, the location and proximity to the beach. We thought this would be a great opportunity, especially being in Florida, too. Very. Um, yeah, so in a nutshell, And so, bro, they they are. And so so as a result, the students started a GoFundMe, not a GoFundMe, but they signed, they started a petition to get Coach Ed Reed to come back to the campus. And they also started protesting 
uh, to get Ed Reed back on campus and for better resources. So it is a video to student. This is my last receipt. Then we're going to talk about it. I got more, but I ain't going to be able to. I'm not going to play this whole video either. But in a nutshell, they've been doing it all week. And so as a result, this brings us back to um, universities not keeping the end of the bargain. Somebody lying. I also watched a, a podcast. Uh, not a podcast. I guess it was a podcast. But it was an interview with HBCU Game Day. Um, and they interviewed uh, Bethune Cooksman's athletic director, uh, I forget his name, but anyway, he is their basketball coach and an athletic director. And he also said that there were shortcomings with Bethune Cookman, but also he was saying Ed kind of disrespected him, disrespected them. Ed also on the resignation day when he went to tell the players that he was leaving was also the day he had 28 recruits coming to the school. So you had recruits and their families on campus trying to decide if they want to play for Coach Ed Reed while, while all of a sudden now he has to basically tell them he got to leave. He's been stripped away from his duties. So as a result, you got a couple issues here. You have an issue with players, not players, but uh, faculty starting a job prior to the contract being signed. The next issue is defunding or not defunding, but not enough sufficient funding from the government to uh, HBCUs, but they're private, so they don't get that. But also not having certain resources. Uh, it's been a mess. It's been a mess. And, and to say the least, Bethune-Cookman deserves better, but the, star, the students aren't mad. It seems like the government from Bethune Cookman was the people that had the biggest issue with what Ed said in You can't go to nobody. The job has worked. I'm a job. Uh, it's some fault there. Uh, his his uh, look makes you glad he says something because they hope it provokes change. Uh, but yeah, anything on that? Um, I completely agree with everything you just said. I mean, it's it's sad. I didn't know. I knew it was bad, but I didn't know it was that you know, like to that extreme. And like, with all. Due respect. I mean, Ed had a right to be mad, but mm -hmm. he have a right to disrespect. Like, you know, like, they're aware, like, he didn't have to go public about it, 
because it's not a like his position wasn't official. But at the same time, like how else is he gonna get the support and the help he need for the school if he don't? So it's kind of right. like exactly. So he had to bring awareness to it. It's kind of just the way he said it. Like he was like, man, I shouldn't even be here. Like these MFs, like he was like going cr- like going crazy. Like he could have said all that, but in a different way and got mad respect and mad like endorsements and fundraisers and like it could have it could have went better. Like yeah, his yeah. what his goal, I honestly believe like his goal and his intentions were good, but his delivery was bad. Yeah, and I think this is a prime example of sometimes it's literally not what you say; it's how you say it. Uh, I think I think the underlying message he was bringing might have been okay, uh, and then again, if what what they saying is true about Bethune Cookman's board of trustees uh, about you saying bringing up uproar against them, it might have it might not have mattered no way really. Uh, but in this particular case, I feel like a lot of this could have been avoided. Or at minimum, he could have kept his job or signed a freaking yeah. contract. If now a lot of people that have a problem with what happened, they have a problem with how late it took Bethune. Those comments Ed Reed made were probably two, two or three weeks ago. And they just yeah. fired him this past Saturday. So it it it, it was it was a pretty lengthy period of time. It felt like they was like, oh no, we can't have this backlash, so let's get rid of them type stuff. And then again, they also said. You know, it that one they should have said this one the only thing if that one the only reason. But they said a lot of those traits that we saw on that camera they had been witnessing the whole time. That's what the Bethune faculty like staff was enough to do that on camera. He probably doing it twenty four seven, and that's a lot yeah. to deal with. When it is, like, it is like we just looking at the side of okay, he's frustrated, and we get that. But these are also administrators and people who probably are also frustrated in trying to fix the issues like some of these issues like helpers and stuff i don't see how that was a problem because this has been years so that should have been okay but the molding and all that type of stuff in the dorms that's a result of the hurricane and they're trying to bounce back but is and it though like like i under i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna keep I know it above. some of it is a it might have escalated it which has made it com- like unlivable it might have already been there but it definitely escalated and like either restarted it or whatever for sure. Like that's I'm that's a, a for sure thing. I'm gonna keep it a book. I get the facilities might have been a hurricane, but them sharing the helmet had nothing to do with no hurricane. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like some of that stuff ain't no hurricane. That like moldy helmets. They, yeah, not having anywhere to even store their stuff or shed. Like that's previous problems. That ain't got nothing to do with hurricane. Nothing to do. Like that's just trifling. Get it together, Bethune Cookman. We don't want to see. We we want like at private schools. Uh, them kids paying all that money and they can't get livable housing and suitable conditions. Like you literally can't kill somebody on respiratory alone with all that mold. I have a video Ed Reed with of him talking. Uh, Coach Prime came on and spoke about. It. I don't really. Yeah, that's unnecessary. That, but also, I would say, get it together, Bethune. We, we got to get better. Yeah. The main, the main Even thing. We don't come back. They need to fix it for the student. It's the whole student population that's suffering. I'm going to keep it a buck. Now, as a Jackson State fan, woo, we dodged that bullet because that was in our division. We could have played them. They would be cold. But also, I don't. I wish they would have had. I wish it would have ended better than that. No, nah, I definitely wish. It I, I wish it would have worked out because we need more HBCUs to have that spark you to do. keep the movement going. 
to keep but the also, light on HBC. I want the Tigers to win. Not just a light, a positive light. But also, um, I want the Tigers to win. Of course, I want the Tigers to win, but I want the Tigers to win against actual competition. And we ain't going to have that unless we continue to increase our caliber everywhere and not just in Jackson State. That's a fact. Those are facts. We, I, I we wish we were right. Everybody, we just beating everybody. It don't mean we good. We just better than everybody else. But if everybody get better, I'll take that. I mean, y'all yeah, still gonna take it. Like, of course. Shoot, but I'm just saying it's better when I like, take my W's. It's cool to be the pit bull and win against some puppies. But when it's a, a bunch <laughs> of dogs, yeah, I mean, it's better. It's better. It's better. It's better. better. You, you yeah, feel like you really earned it, you know. Speaking of folks beating up on people, Shannon Sharp. Oh, I was gonna say, where are we going? <laughs> So Shannon Sharp had a debacle with uh the at the Memphis Grizzlies game last week, and he got into a barking match with Ja Morant, Dylan Brooks, and T Morant, uh, which is Ja Morant's father. Freaking hilarious, by the way. Well, we don't like seeing black people be beating up on each other, but since it's the podcast, I ain't got time to deal with that. We're gonna play the video. Here you go. Hey. <laughs> Oh, my bad, y'all. Uh, let me run that bike. At the Crypto.com Arena, Dylan Brooks was having words with Shannon Sharp. And you see Stephen Adams comes over to protect his guy along with the supporting cast. And then Shannon still talking and T. Morant. John Moran's dad comes over, had an opportunity to talk to T. Moran, and he said, my, heart, my blood pressure didn't go up a bit. Nothing but love and respect for Shannon Sharp. I'm going to keep it a book. I'm glad T. Moran did swing. Uh, Shannon Sharp. So Shannon Sharp warm up with 315 on bench press. He, he warm up with 315 pounds on bench. I mean, Shannon that's Sharp cool. 3-15 is cool, but when you got the whole city of Memphis against you, it don't matter. No, they was in L.A. I said, okay, L.A. fine. The whole team, Memphis Grizzlies against you, <laughs> is still not cool. I was like, I ain't never seen a man in the sweater get so pissed off. Shannon Sharp had the accident. Like, they, I don't even know. They didn't kick him out of the game, but eventually they, they made up. They but I ain't here to talk about the makeup. They made up. T. Morant and, jo- and uh, Shannon Sharp made up, but that was freaking hilarious. I'm like, not Mr. Peaceful Keep Dylan Peace. Dylan Brooks ain't let it go. Dylan Brooks is on his head. Now, Dylan Brooks also... I really he, agree with his statement, though. Oh, I'm going to play the clip from Dylan Brooks. Now, first off, in this clip warning, he's dressed like a girl dad, but here it is right here. The tank top? It's a terrible fit. This is the Lord Bad Fits. Lord Bad Fits. <laughs> Back on. Well, Is that what happened? Well, that's why we missed the shot. Yeah. Well, that's all. Yeah. 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 It's appropriate for a fan to kind of go back and forth with you guys like that. Regular tradition, like now, you know. I never came back in the game. It's LA. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Oh, he said, "Oh, but it's LA." Oh, he's saying that wouldn't happen in Memphis, basically. <laughs> Bro. I'm sitting here looking at Dylan Brooks like, bro, he just called NFL Hall of Famer a regular pedestrian. At that game, he is a regular pedestrian. No, he's an NFL Hall of Famer at that game. Who's I'm gonna keep it a buck. Nah, Shannon Sharp would have beat the brakes off this boy. I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck, bro. I'm not denying that. He would have been I'm a regular keep it a pedestrian buck. that beat the brakes off. Hold on, let me show y'all this fit. This fit is garbage. 
fit trash. Nah, fam. I think he gonna walk outside. I don't think he gonna home in that. I think he gonna put a t-shirt on. That's an undershirt. Bro, fit was garbage. Anyway. He took that t-shirt in. Like, if he was going outside in that, it wouldn't have been tucked in. T-shirt with some blue jeans on. I feel like, Ooh. I feel like... <laughs> I, I, I feel like uh, Shannon Sharp, if 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 him and Dylan Brooks had the box, it'll be world class comedy. But also, it would be unfair. Dylan ain't got a shot unless he got one heck of a knockout punch. He ain't got a shot, fam. Yes, youth. What they got to do? Shannon Sharp work out every day, bro. That well, youth I'm not ain't got I'm not talking about the actual fighting. I'm just talking about the principle of any other time somebody in the stands acts a fool. When they are exited, they do not return. That's true. So I understand what he's saying. At this game, no matter who you are, if you are not a player, you are a regular pedestrian. So I feel what he's saying. Like a regular pedestrian, even like him, let's keep it a bug. He paid for his ticket just like anybody else. That's true. If he acted a fool, you get exited from the game. It all and like he said, but we in LA. That's the only reason why. If it was in Memphis, he would have been out, out, and that's a fact. I don't have no doubt about it. You, you probably right. Uh, did you know the word pedestrian? I, I didn't. Art, I but. when I was reading my dog on driver's book when I was trying to pass a driver's license test, I said pedestrian the whole book. I was reading in my head like The pedestrians had it right away. Watch out for pedestrians. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't well, know. <laughs> being I, I was like 15, 16. I was like pedestrians. Then I said, and mom was like, what you say? I said, pedestrians. She said, pedestrians. <laughs> anyway, man, you got anything else, bro? <laughs> no. All right, guys. Uh, we're gonna end it right here. This been a we've been I had a long day. I'm ready to go. I ain't gonna count. We love you all. We thank y'all for tuning in. If you uh, have listened this far to the podcast, drop some hearts in the comments. Drop some heart emojis in the comments on YouTube. And if you waited this long and you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen to, uh, turn your notifications on and follow and or leave a review. Anyway. Share with family. Share with family friends. Tell a friend. Until a friend, you feel me. But anyway, guys, thank y'all for tuning in to another rendition of the Mama He Did It podcast. It's episode 17. We lit. I've been your boy, Jay Leg, and she's been your girl, Jess. And we're going to see y'all next week on another new episode. We out, guys. Peace. Peace.